Good Oral Health is about more than just brushing and flossing your teeth. Dental disease is 100% preventable and it starts at home with you. Yep, you heard me right. Cavities are a disease and not something our children should just get. Your mouth is a window into your body and it has an effect on your speech, breathing, chewing, heart health, so much more. And we're not listening to it. Come along with me on this journey and I'll give you a whole new perspective of the importance of taking care of your mouth and the long-term effects it has not only on your oral health, but also your overall systemic health. On this podcast, we'll bring you a mixture of professionals, experts in the field that will give you advice and action steps you can take with your kids in different situations. We're also going to have moms, dads, caregivers, just like you, having the same struggles that you are because together we can make a difference and help keep our kids healthy because a healthy mouth is a healthy body and a healthy life. And it all starts with you. Welcome back to the Healthy Mouth Movement Podcast. Today's topic, are your dirty teeth killing you? Every day, a person is at risk due to lack of good oral hygiene, diet, pH, and mouth breathing. Almost half, 47% of adults aged 30 years or older have some form of gum disease. Gum disease increases with age. 70% of adults 65 years or older have periodontal disease, toothaches, bleeding gums, bad breath. These are all signs of poor oral health, which can be dangerous to your overall health. But can bad teeth kill you? While you won't die from a pain caused by abscess tooth or infected gums, poor oral health can lead to many deadly diseases. Not convinced? Just think of your mouth as a gateway into your body. If you have cavities, decaying teeth, infected gums, bacteria from your mouth eventually gets into your body. The longer the bacteria is untreated, the greater chance it is to get into your bloodstream. From there, it can wreak havoc on your organs. While I don't want to be the bearer of gloom and doom, I do want to show you that the whole body is directly related to your oral health. As proven by years of scientific study, infections in the mouth can spread to other parts of the body, including organs like your heart, your lungs, your kidney, your brain. Infections in the mouth have also been known to travel to newly placed valves, organ transplant, and joints. That's why a lot of times you cannot get your teeth cleaned if you've just had a replacement. You need medication. So they don't want you to get your teeth cleaned six months after you've had a replacement. But then when you do, they want you to take an antibiotic. So that way the antibiotic can kill the bacteria from your mouth that gets into your bloodstream when you get a cleaning so it doesn't accumulate on that valve. So if that's not proof enough that the bacteria in your mouth affects the rest of your body, I'm not sure what is. Bacteria from your mouth, if not disrupted and uncontrolled, can lead to pneumonia, diabetes, stroke, heart attack, and a host of other things that can result in early and unnecessary death. These are tragic stories that are unavoidable by simple, constant, effective oral care routines. Poor oral health allows bacteria to build up in your mouth and potentially cause infections. An infection in the tooth is called an abscess, and if left untreated, it can have serious consequences. Heart disease is a healthy cardiovascular system depends on good oral health. Research done over the years doesn't lie. If you have dental disease, you increase your risk of having a heart attack. A study in 2018 found that patients with bleeding gums and poor oral health increased the risk of heart disease by 30%. One of the most popular places bacteria likes to stick are your platelets. Once this happens, blood clots can form and interrupt the blood flow to your heart. So when you have hardening of your arteries, a lot of this can stem from your mouth and the plaque that gets built up in your arteries from the foods that you eat. So guess what happens? A heart attack, right? 
So a heart attack doesn't always occur, but it starts out with a simple infection in your gum that turns into a serious heart condition if left untreated. So it's no wonder heart disease is the leading cause of death for men and women in the United States. According to the CDC, one out of four adults have untreated cavities and gum disease. Even more concerning, 50% of adults over the age of 30, that's 65 million people, have signs of gum disease. And we don't look in our mouth or talk about our mouth when we go to the doctor. The CDC has been working to improve oral health for Americans, but they call it the silent epidemic of cavities and gum disease. And it is connected to damage in other parts of the body. And here's the kicker. 90% of heart disease is preventable through diet, regular exercise, nasal breathing, and quitting smoking. 90%. That's nearly 18 million heart disease cases worldwide that could have been prevented mostly just by diet, shopping the perimeter of the grocery aisle, right? We've gotten so used to eating the foods that are in our grocery stores and they're killing us. They're affecting our teeth, our gums, and it's just this vicious cycle that we're not changing. Alzheimer's disease. If you don't think the brain is affected by oral health, think again. Sure, you've heard that not brushing your teeth can lead to cavities. I've talked about it. But did you know that poor oral hygiene can actually contribute to Alzheimer's? An infection in your gums can actually kill off brain cells, leading to memory loss and dementia. In fact, there is a study that links the bacteria that cause gum disease to Alzheimer's. And in a study in 2010, participants with gum inflammation were nine times more likely to score lower on cognitive tests. If you're a mouth breather, you get 18% less oxygen to your brain because you're not getting that nitric oxide CO2 exchange that happens when you breathe through your nose. Your nose warms, filters, humidifies the air and gives you that nitric oxide CO2 exchange. When you breathe through your mouth, you get none of that. That air just goes right into your lungs. So even though we can breathe through our mouth, we shouldn't. It's great that we have that option if we need it, but we should be doing what we can do to control our breathing. And myofunctional therapy is disorders of of the tongue, the face, the mouth. And you're going to see more and more talk about myofunctional therapy because we're not using our teeth and our jaws like we used to. We're not exercising our jaws. We're not chewing. We're mushing our food so our tongues are low. They're blocking our airway. Our kids are having sleep disordered breathing. Our adults are needing CPAP machines. All of this stuff can be stopped and prevented just by teaching us to keep our tongue up and doing exercises to create better tone in the muscles of our face. So that's basically what myofunctional therapy is, right? It's therapy for your mouth and the muscles of your face and keeping your tongue up. So knowing where your tongue is, is really important. That's going to affect all of this stuff, especially Alzheimer's. Diabetes is one of the second leading causes of death in the United States and controlling and preventing diabetes depends on good oral hygiene and diet, right? If you're a diabetic, you know that you're more susceptible to having infected gums. It It's like a vicious cycle. If your gums are not healthy, your sugar is not healthy. If your sugar's not healthy, your gums are not healthy. So you really need to get both under control if you're a diabetic. Ignoring it can cause your blood sugar to spike, making diabetes even more difficult to control. My uncle had diabetes and when his sugar was under control, his gums were great. When his sugar was not under control, his gums were not so good. When he wasn't coming to me and getting his teeth clean, 
his sugar levels were out of balance. So if you have diabetes, you definitely are at greater risk, especially if you have bad oral health. So getting those cleanings is going to be really important to you. Cancer. Over the last few years, you've seen things in your headlines. In our headlines, men with a history of gum disease have a 64% increased risk of getting pancreatic cancer. Poor oral health is linked to increased uh, liver cancer by 75%. Poor oral hygiene is also linked to HPV. So is oral cancer. For years, we've heard about how smoking and the use of chewing tobacco products can lead to cancer. But now we're hearing that other types of cancer are being blamed on untreated cavities and gum disease. And researchers in Finland found an enzyme that is common in many of the cancerous tumors. So the link is definitely oral health. And this enzyme is found in the mouth and it's a boosting agent in the development of gum disease. It's also activates other enzymes and other cancer cells that encroach on healthy cells. So research is ongoing with this, but helping your healthy cells multiply is going to be more important because cancer cells multiply faster than healthy cells. And cancer cells are fed with sugar, just like cavities. So think about what we eat. Since I had cancer, I have an app called Bobby Approved that tells me what foods I can eat. A lot of the foods that I thought I was eating that were healthy were not. They still had sugar because sugar has 70 different names. And I didn't know all 70 different names before the cancer. Now that I'm doing all this, I definitely know better. But sometimes I love that app and sometimes I hate that app because I'm like, what am I going to eat? Like I'm in, in a grocery store. I'm like, I can't eat anything. The funny thing is Marshall's has a lot of things that I can eat there. A lot of those products are Bobby approved. So a lot of times I'm going to Marshall's for the snacks that I eat because they are totally approved. But now I'm eating Ezekiel bread and Ezekiel cereals and making my own cookies. And you know, you just have to be smarter if you want to be healthier. And I do know a lot of people that have breast cancer and they've gotten it back and I don't want to be one of those people. So I'm doing everything that I know that I have the knowledge of right now to help prevent the cancer from coming back. And that's, you know, that's all I can do. But I'm also talking about it and I'm sharing it with other people. So you have the knowledge of and the benefit of what I went through. If now I follow other people like Chris Beats Cancer and Breast Cancer Conqueror, I, I follow all those people because they've been through it before me and they know things that I don't know. So now I know to look for the people that have been through it that are sharing it. So, you know, one of the people said, God gives you this for a reason. I thought cancer was a punishment, but I now know that there is a reason. And now I'm doing all of this because I do feel that I have this knowledge. I have the availability and it would be wrong not to share it. So what's another disease that's affected by your mouth and your dirty teeth? Rheumatoid arthritis. Centuries ago, Hippocrates, known as the father of medicine, recommended pulling teeth in order to cure arthritis. I don't know that they're recommending that now. Um, we're still investigating this connection. But according to the National Rheumatoid Arthritis Society, people with gum disease are four times more likely to have RA. 65% of rheumatoid arthritis patients have gum disease compared to the 28% of patients without. So there's definitely a common link of both diseases and inflammation. So inflammation in the body, not good. And you can eat foods that create inflammation or eat foods that decrease the inflammation. Oral bacteria and gingivitis increase inflammation in the body just in general. And so can poor oral health kill you? The answer is yes. 
it's complicated like everything else. But in her landmark book, Dying of Dirty Teeth, Why the Lack of Proper Care is Killing Nursing Home Residents and How to Prevent It, Angie Stone is an author. She's also a dental hygienist, and she explains her research into why elderly people have an increased risk of death from lack of proper hygiene, especially in nursing homes, because they're not brushing their teeth. Nobody is brushing their teeth. And it sounds inconceivable, but she examined the increased risk of heart disease, diabetes, stroke, COPD, and pneumonia in nursing home residents. And they face this because they have little or no oral hygiene or oral health care in a nursing home. She writes that there are several causes of death that can be associated with poor oral hygiene, including all the things I mentioned, heart disease, stroke, diabetes, COPD, dementia, aspiration, pneumonia. While death certificates don't necessarily list orangeal bacteria as the cause of death, the bacteria in your mouth, they certainly originate many illnesses that can lead to death. So the big answer is yes, your dirty teeth are killing you just slowly over time. And I have another friend, Melissa Dealey, that says the last 10 years of your life are going to be spent in a nursing home right now at $108,000 a year. It's going to go up to $140,000 a year to be in a nursing home. Who has that? I don't have that. Not only that, I don't want to spend the next 10 years of my life in a nursing home. And I definitely don't want to die in a nursing home. So research is linking Alzheimer's disease and looking at the association of the neurotoxins released from the oral bacteria that have passed through the blood-brain barrier. And they found that these plaques are not only in heart disease, but they're also in Alzheimer's disease. So we need to find out what we need to know, what we need to do to assure that this doesn't happen to our loved ones and, and ourselves and the people that we care for. The thing is, we've got to take control of the biofilm and the bacteria in our mouth. You and I are really pretty good at the mechanical disruption of the things that we know. We know that a water flosser and electric toothbrush is going to remove plaque 10% more effective at removing plaque than a regular toothbrush. As we age, it's no different than little kids. They're just older. So older people traditionally, like younger kids, are not good at brushing their teeth. And they also have arthritis. They have Alzheimer's. They have dementia. They might not even know or remember how to brush their teeth or they just physically can't. And so Angie developed this program where dental hygienists go into nursing homes and brush the patient's teeth. And I, I I commend her on that. You should read her book. I did a podcast with her last year. You can listen to that podcast. She's working more with Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's patients to bring uh, awareness to this disease and what's happening with your mouth and the connection. So we've got to do better. All of these diseases in the mouth lead to other diseases in the body, especially aspiration pneumonia for patients in a nursing home. It's like, oh, well, pneumonia is an old person's friend, right? It's great. Do we really want to die from dirty teeth? It seems ridiculous to me that we're talking about people dying from dirty teeth, yet here we are. I think we've got to do better and we at least have to keep the pH up. We have to do something to help. Angie found out that if you put clear drops in the patient's nose in the nursing home because it's got xylitol in it, that decreases their risk of aspiration pneumonia because the xylitol helps kill the bacteria. And when they inhale the xylitol, it also gets into their mouth, especially if no one's brushing their teeth. So Angie's grandmother lost 60% of her teeth in a nursing home in just two years. She was 90 when she went in. She had almost a full complete set of teeth, but in two short years, under the care of the team and the dentists that were coming and doing exams, she lost 60% of her teeth. And she saw this happen. And she was like, you've got to be kidding me. 
at 92, we're dealing with this. Like we haven't figured out a way to stop this. There's got to be a better way. That's what she's thinking. So she basically took her books, started doing talks, started this program to change what's happening. She wanted to be the solution and figure out a way to help. Not only can you lose your natural pearly whites, but they can land you into a serious medical emergency that's affecting your body. So if you're wondering whether a tooth infection can actually kill you, the answer is yes. Yes, it can. So if a problem that has been going on in a while, and I talked last week, even with cavities, this stuff doesn't happen overnight, right? So we need to consider our aging population. We need to consider the habits that we're teaching our children. This is going to become a much larger issue. We have more people that are going to be older, mostly family members, grandparents. They might not be receiving the dental care that they should be getting. So, you know, if they're not going to the dentist, then we need to at least get someone in there caring for their teeth, taking care of their teeth. If it's not someone in a nursing home, then you can hire someone to go in and do that. More and more research is taking a hard look at the studies over the past 30 years of what's going on and the evidence that shows that lack of dental care increases a person's risk for many diseases. And it's actually what Stone has done in her book. She has been summarizing the studies that indicate periodontal disease initiates many diseases from diabetes to heart disease to dementia. So as a dental professional for over 30 years, both her and I, she's also been published in the Journal of Integrative Medicine. So change in the way we look at gum disease, one study at a time, one person at a time. We can look at the research. We can look at what's happening with chronic disease and gum disease. And we need to start making the connection of the bacteria, poor oral hygiene, the brain deterioration, dementia, what we're cooking our food in, microwaves, aluminum foil, aluminums in our deodorant, like all of these heavy metals, they also increase the risk of Alzheimer's. When I had the cancer, I had blood work done with Kelly Shockley and Melissa Dealey. And Kelly did a hair sample and a urine analysis, and she found all of these heavy metals in my body. And um, same thing with Marley. Jack, she had cancer as well. She worked with Kelly. She found heavy metals. Um, Heavy metals are definitely a contributor to cancer. And there are blood tests you can do to see what's happening in your body before you're diagnosed with cancer. Melissa has a program that tells you by the time a symptom has manifested in your body, it's gone through your mental, your emotional, your body. Like it's gone through a whole bunch of different systems in your body. And there are blood work that you can do to see what's in balance in your body and change your habits before it manifests into a disease. It takes years for these diseases to develop, guys. So we need to look at what we're doing. We need to change. We need to ask different questions. We need to be just looking at prevention. I know a lot of people don't want to look at prevention. A lot of people don't want to talk about prevention because that's not what people pay for. People pay you to solve problems and people are in the business of making money. Our healthcare system is a sick care system and it's a trillion dollar business treating sick people, right? And we keep walking the walk and the habits and doing what we do to make this go up. We treat the symptoms. We don't look at the root cause. We don't do anything to prevent it. I mean, it's changing. It's just changing slowly. So we need to look at proper flossing, proper brushing. What tools are we using? We need to, you know, a journey of exploration. Far too many people are rushing through life, rushing through the process, rushing through brushing their teeth. We need to take our times to free our mouth of plaque and bacteria. We need to brush two times a day. Most people spend one minute brushing. We need to get all the surfaces, the outsides, the insides. You know, look at how you're using your toothbrush intentionally. 
Water flossers can be 99% effective at removing bacteria if you move it slowly. Toothbrushes, I'm a burst ambassador. They're 10 times more effective than a manual toothbrush. 33,000 rotations. You don't even have to move the toothbrush. You just have to slide it across the teeth. We need to focus on the entire tooth surface, venturing in hard to reach nooks and crannies, getting between the teeth. Bacteria love to hide in these places. And that's usually where most of the damage happens. Gum disease, bone loss, the, the bacteria eat away at your bone. When you get your teeth clean, it disrupts the bacteria. And then it takes 90 days for that bacteria to start to cause destruction again. So your insurance company will pay for two cleanings a year. They call them free cleanings they're not free, you're paying for them. But sometimes you need four cleanings a year. Insurance companies aren't paying for that. So we're paying more and more for health insurance and our insurance is paying less and less and you're paying more out of your pocket anyway. But we really need to start looking at our bodies. We only get one body and we don't put our body first. We take better care of our cars. We update our cell phones. We repair our houses, but we don't look at our mouth. We don't look at the root cause. We don't go back to the basics. Taking ownership of our health, starting with oxygen, water, nutrition, enough sleep, and respecting your body. That spells owner. Those are the things that we should be focusing on first because if you are not healthy, you don't have a healthy body. You can't go to work. You can't provide for your family. You can't make memories with your family. I know I spent months in bed because I had cancer, because I made the choices I did, because I did know better in some cases. You know, I always say when you know better, you do better. Well, I did know better, but I was chasing the almighty dollar, trying to make sure that we had a roof over our head, getting the things that we needed. COVID did teach us that we probably didn't need the things that we were chasing. I think a lot of people have toned it back down. I know that I have. I know that I'm not shopping as much. I know that I've realized things that really aren't important. Making memories with my family are important. And just getting this information out there. I know people think that I'm crazy a lot of times because I do a lot of education. But when I started asking my patients if they knew the stuff that I had learned over the past year with cancer, they had no idea what I was talking about. They looked at me with a blank stare. And still, a lot of times people think I'm crazy. So this is going to be an uphill road to climb to getting this information out there. Cavities and infections usually develop in the darkest, most hidden spaces in your mouth. Fortunately, there's a lot of tools and help available to help us reach them, to help us get them clean, to help educate us, and to just focus on our bodies. Dental floss, water flossers, these are all things that we can use to keep our teeth clean. They even have flossing brushes these days, water irrigators. You guys know that I love Burst. Water Pick is one of the most popular ones and it cleans between your teeth. It gets the, blast the debris out. Most elderly people, they, they're like little kids. They don't get the insides of the lower teeth. They don't get the outsides of the upper teeth. They usually just brush the front teeth. Elderly patients have the most plaque I have ever seen. So think about your loved ones that are in nursing homes that are not getting their teeth brushed. They probably have a half of the toothbrush bristle depth of plaque around all of their teeth that are not getting disrupted, that are just sitting there. And that's why aspiration pneumonia is so common in nursing homes. So if you're not flossing your teeth, you're leaving one third of the tooth surfaces dirty. So if you can't floss, a water flosser is a great alternative. A flossing toothbrush is a great alternative. We need to keep our smiles healthy. Yeah, everyone wants a white, bright smile, but they don't realize that that harmful bacteria in your mouth is affecting your entire body. So we want to clean our mouth as best as possible. Have the cleanest mouth. Get those nooks and crannies. Take the time. So that way the bacteria isn't spread throughout the body. Untreated infection is going to be one of the biggest causes. And I get that there's fear of going to the dentist. There's a lack of trust. There's a lack of time. There's a lack of money. These are all the reasons that people give 
for not going. And I'm I'm not going to say that you know you don't get judged when you go to the dentist. There are some people that judge. I'm not one of those people. I feel like you are where you are. I mean, cancer was growing in my body for over six years. I didn't know it. And I found it early because my gums were bleeding. I was losing my hair. My nails were breaking and my nails were always really strong. And I was really tired to the point to where I just wanted to sit down and not do anything. And I'm not a sit down and watch TV girl. Like I barely watch TV. And all I wanted to do was just sit and watch TV. And I thought something was wrong. And I went to the doctor and they did a bunch of blood work. They checked my sugar. They checked my thyroid. And they're like, nope, everything's fine. Like, no, everything's not fine, right? I trusted my gut. And I found Kelly, Kelly Shockley. And she did this blood work. And my gynecologist is actually the one that found the breast cancer and sent me for a mammogram. And so, you know, he was a DO. So he is part of the homeopathic doctor. And he was like, yeah, something's wrong. We need to figure this out. So I was lucky that I had good people around me that didn't just go with the protocol and tell me I was fine because I would have been in a much further along state if I had not listened to my gut that something was wrong when I was told everything was okay. So here's an example of what goes in your mouth that affects the rest of your body and can lead to serious systemic complications, right? A tooth infection occurs from bacteria in your mouth. If you don't treat it, it can create pus. So pus in your mouth is an infection in your mouth. So think about if you were bleeding, right? If your hand was bleeding, you had a cut, would you just ignore it? No, you do something about it because bleeding is not normal, right? So one thing you need to know is that bleeding gums are not normal. If you're brushing and flossing and you're using a water flosser and you're still getting bleeding gums, that's a sign. That's a warning sign that something's out of whack in your body. If you go get a deep cleaning and you go back and they're measuring the gums or they're cleaning and you're still getting bleeding, that is a warning sign. And I truly believe that gum disease is a warning sign that something is out of whack in your body, your sugar, your thyroid, you have cancer, something. And we need to be more diligent at looking at this. So if you're having any of these signs, severe throbbing pain in your neck, in your jawbone, in your ears, swelling of your face, your neck, your cheeks. If you're having difficulty swallowing, difficulty breathing, if you're having difficulty opening your mouth, if you're sitting with just your mouth open when you're watching TV or you see a loved one doing that, if you have itching or burning on your skin, if you have swollen lymph nodes under your jaw and your neck, if you have fever, if you have nausea or vomiting, if the foods you're eating are just passing through you and you're getting diarrhea, if you're having sensitivity to hot or cold on your teeth, if you're having um, sensitivity to biting or chewing, these are all things that you need to have looked at. Don't ignore them. Okay, They're not going to go away. They're just going to get worse. So these are warning signs. The thing is, when it comes to your mouth, we ignore it. Okay, That's the kicker. A lot of times we'll do things to other parts of our body. We'll take care of our car when it needs an oil change, but we don't do anything in our bodies until we have pain or we have symptoms. We have swelling. We have things that are obvious that we can't ignore it anymore. That's when we go and do stuff, right? We need to change that. Your mouth is full of bacteria that can enter into the dental pulp, which is the root. And that's when you need a root canal. The center of your tooth is packed with cells, blood vessels, tissues, and this bacteria can get in there. Once a cavity or a chip or a cracked tooth spreads to the root, that's when you start to get the swelling and inflammation. And that's when you can have an abscess and you need a root canal. If you get a root canal, it's going to weaken the tooth. And if you don't get a crown put on it, the tooth can break. So when you get to that point, not only do you need a root canal, you're going to need a crown or you're going to need it extracted. But if you get it extracted, now you have this big empty space that is going to affect your chewing, is going to affect your tongue posture. And then it's going to be more expensive to fix because you either need a bridge or an implant or a removable partial, or you get your teeth out and you get dentures. Most people are not happy with something 
removable. Okay. Our teeth, nobody makes teeth better than God. Our system is so complex. It compensates. It's an amazing system, guys, when we take care of it. Once it starts to break down, it's really hard for it to be as good as the original thing. Okay. Breast cancer. I did get implants. I, I hate them. I hate how they feel. Teeth are the same thing. Replacement of teeth are not as good as what God made. So if you're experiencing any of this stuff, if you're consuming a lot of sugar, drinking a lot of soda, if you have dry mouth, all of these things are going to lead to more cavities and lead to more bacteria in your mouth. Dry mouth increases your chances of tooth decay. Medication increases your chances of dry mouth. And you can see this trickle down effect, right? So you can prevent decay. You can reverse decay when it's early. If you think you have a tooth infection, please see your dentist right away because it can spread to the rest of your body and it can cause serious life-threatening complications, including sepsis. So your dentist can treat a tooth infection, but once you get to that point, you have to go to the doctor. So don't put yourself through all of that trauma. Properly clean your teeth twice a day, invest in a water flosser, invest in an electric toothbrush, even invest in myofunctional therapy. If you're breathing through your mouth, if you have a CPAP machine, if you don't like that, there are all kinds of things you can do to preserve your oral health and your overall body health. And the answer is, are your dirty teeth killing you? They are. Over time, the choices that you make, the diet that you eat, whether or not you're brushing and flossing, are you going to the dentist? All of these things are affecting the diseases, the inflammation in your body. And what I learned with the cancer is the choices and habits that we make create the inflammation in our body. And we can undo that by making better choices once we know better. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions or comments, leave them below. Please like, share with anyone that you think this would help. And as always, thanks for listening and have a great day. Thank you for listening today. If something you heard made you smile, made you think, empowered you, awakened you, or left you feeling inspired, make sure you share this with a friend. Write us a review on iTunes so we can continue to change lives through this content. Make sure you tag us while you're listening on our Facebook page, Dental Hygiene 411, or hit the link in the show notes to join a conversation. Until next time, breathe through your nose and share a smile. After all, they're contagious.